नमस्कार वेलकम टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ एडिटोरियल द्रौपदी मुर्मू द फर्स्ट ट्राइबल वुमन टू बी द प्रेसिडेंट ऑफ इंडिया आई थिंक इट्स अ प्राउड मोमेंट फॉर इंडिया शी बिकेम द फिफ्टीन प्रेसिडेंट ऑफ इंडिया नाउ माई टॉपिक टूडे इज अबाउट शुड अ पॉलिटिशियन बी मेड द प्रेसिडेंट लेट्स डिबेट अबाउट दैट my next topic is how are we taking care of our ex servicemen what i mean by that is after our army men our navy men our, our air force men after they retire what happens to them how do they earn their living do they earn their living do they get enough money to live a happy life what happens to these ex servicemen let's get right into the show and discuss these things so like i said draupadi murmu the first tribal woman to become the president of india the 15th president of india it's actually a very proud moment for india is because a tribal woman became a president but that being said uh, i want to discuss a slightly larger issue a slightly larger issue an issue related to the, the related to our democratic setup for a democracy is it good if you have a president who belongs to a political party if he or she belongs to a political party for instance murmu was a bjp mla from odisha she was in the cabinet of navin patnaik she was an mla till 2009 may 2009 she was an mla and later on of course uh, she went on to become the the governor of uh, jharkhand so she was a bjp mla who became the president of the country now i am not talking bjp or congress or or janata dal or tmc or whatever what i am trying to talk about is should a president stroke a governor be a political every position in a democracy in a const every constitutional position in a democracy is somewhere down the line built to create checks and balances to ensure that there is a democratic process that is followed now if a president the head of the country is a, a political appointee he has got nothing to do with politics not aligned to any ideology not aligned to any political party the chances are the decisions that he will take will be unbiased a bharatiya janata party governor would that governor ever question a bharatiya janata party chief minister would that happen chances are no i am not saying it has not happened but chances are no likewise a congress governor would they would he or she ever question a congress chief minister a tmc governor would he or she ever question a tmc chief minister would they question the chief minister from their own political party would that happen chances are no so the fact remains that same thing works with the government the, the the president the president of india if he or she comes from a political party and the prime minister and the cabinet is also from the same political party would the president ever stay stop to a bill would 
he or she ever put a stop to a bill or would he or she ever say no you go consider this bill once again or you debate about this bill once again or you reconsider this once again or he or she would say look i think this is unconstitutional i think this bill is not correct i think this bill is not people friendly would he or she ever say or possibly the chances are he or she would agree to whatever the cabinet stroke the prime minister puts in front of him or her wouldn't that happen and if there is no checkpoint in in the president's office then where is the check and balances where the check and balances where we say that okay a bill is passed in the parliament then it goes to the president for his approval what happens to all of that pass in the parliament matlab the bill is out the bill is in the if the bill gets converted into an act where is that second check that happens so somewhere down the line it is important for a vibrant democracy to have a president have a governor especially president and a governor these constitutional positions people who are speaker lok sabha speaker assembly speakers who are a political now lok sabha speaker assembly speaker chances are very difficult but at least governors and presidents can be appointed can be elected abdul kalam dr apj abdul kalam didn't belong to any political party possibly he was one of the finest presidents india ever had because he didn't belong to any political party he had no alliance with any political party he had no obligation to any political party stroke ideology so he possibly could do take steps based on the constitution because the only allegiance he had was to the constitution he could take decisions according to the constitution that's the benefit that you have when you have a political uh, president is something that you know the country should consider is something that should be nationally debated and this is something that should be set as a trend but that being said again like i said i am very proud that we have a tribal woman as a uh, as a president of this country it's a very big message that we are sending to the rest of our country and to the rest of the world let's get into our next topic so like i told you as part of my editorial i am always going to bring to you topics that were discussed in the parliament topics which are important questions which are relevant to to our society no matter how boring or how uninterested the mass may be it may not be a interesting or uh, trending questions but i would still get you questions which are important to our society and one of the questions that i want to get to your notice and i am going to read a lot in this particular section is a question that was asked to the defense ministry wherein uh, the question that was posed was the total number of ex servicemen recruited in government jobs from 2014 to 2022 year wise and the reservation quotas or targets if any for the recruitment of various government departments the second question was the percentage of reservation for ex servicemen in the recruitment was basically the same thing the the question that was asked is bhaiya is there are there reservations for ex servicemen for in government jobs and if there are reservations bhai kitna reservation aap fill karte ho how much of these reservations are filled how many people are recruited year wise this is the question that was asked to the government and the minister of state in the ministry of defense mr ajay bhat answered this question now uh, before i i get into his answer let me let me tell you why is it important you see a lot of people from the armed forces get retires at a very early age of their lives because there are short term uh, commissions there are long term commissions they get retired very early in life they are ready to work in other sectors they need to work in other sectors 
for them to live a prosperous life. And it is important that we ensure that our people who are in the borders, who work, who, who, who risk their lives for us, are taken care of once they retire and come out in the this, in this society. Now, answering this question, what the minister said, the minister of state uh, for defense said, was that year-wise, starting 2014, in 2014, 2,322 members were given government jobs. 2015, 10,982 people were given, ex-servicemen were given government jobs. In 2016, 9,000 86 people were given government jobs. 2017, 5,638 people were given government jobs. 2018, 4,175 people were given government jobs. 2019, 2,968 people were given government jobs. 2020, 2,584 people were given government jobs. And 2021, 2,983 people who retired from service were given government jobs. So there were they were offered government jobs, they were rehab rehabilitated after retiring from the armed forces. Now this is what the answer was. Now what is not very good is the next part of it. The next part of it is if you divide government jobs into four sectors. First central civil services and post that is CCS and P. Second central public sector units PSUs like you know. Third public sector banks and fourth central armed police force if you divide uh, the, the government sector into four categories then in category c now let me tell you what i mean by category c and category d because you are going to hear this category c and category d bit a lot category let me start with category a category a is are gazetted officers, senior level officers. So ex-army men recruited as senior level officers, gazetted officers. Category B are non-gazetted officers, sub-inspectors, junior engineers, etc, 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 school teachers, etc, etc, etc. That is group B. Group C are clerks, multitasking staff, stenographers, assistant, typist, etc, etc, etc. And group D, drivers, peons, cleaners, mali, guard, barber, cooks, etc. So that's what I mean by A, B, C, D. So now, let us go back. In Central Civil Services and Post, that is CCSNP, Group C has a reservation of 10%, but only 1.39% of this 10% reservation has been filled as on 30th June 2021. So there is another 8%, roughly 8.5% reservation yet to be filled. Those jobs are not being offered as yet. Group D in CCS and P, 2.77% and the reservation is 20%. Now let us come to central public sector undertakings. In central public sector undertakings, Group C has a reservation of 14.5% and the actual people in inducted are only 1.14%. Group D, reservation is 24.5% actual people recruited only 0.37%. Now let us come to public sector banks. Group C, the reservation is 14.5%. People recruited is 9.10%, which is fairly okay, good. In fact, both ways it's good. Group D also, the 
reservation is 24.5% and the actual recruitment is 21.34%. So public sector banks are doing a good job of actually recruiting people, actually recruiting uh, ex-servicemen as per their reservation. Now let us talk about central armed police force. Now central armed police force, the Reservation exists in A, B, C and D which is what I said gazetted officer, non-gazetted officer and C and D which I told you before. So in category A there is no reservation but yet 2.2% of category A they have recruited ex-servicemen. Group B again there is no reservation but 0.87 they have recruited ex-servicemen. Group C there is a reservation of 10% but the recruitment is only 0.47% of ex-servicemen and group D the reservation is 20% but they have not recruited a single percentage as per the report so the recruitment is 0% as per the report as on 30th June 2021 now this is the status it is our job to ensure that our ex-servicemen are rehabilitated once they retire they are given jobs they can enter into the society. They are tremendously talented. They are very well trained. They are fabulous administrative staff. It is not just the fact that our ex-servicemen are good at guns and to fight and to, to guard our, our borders, which they are. But they are also fabulous administrators. It is very unfortunate that we have not given this impetus. And the reason I bring this about, I talk about this topic, is, is it, it is imperative if you really talk, if you really want to talk about the welfare of our ex-servicemen, then this topic becomes very relevant and very important for us. And we need to know about this topic and we need to get this into our... And this needs to be the national debate. People need to talk about this. People need to know about this and people need to talk about this. So that's my topic for the day uh, today. Till I see you next time. That is next Wednesday. Namaskar.